following podcast contains spoilers and words like f- f- and f- we watched a thing we watched a thing Hello everybody and welcome to another week of fun here at We Watched A Thing. You got Billy in your ears, you got Dave in your ears. How you doing, mate? I'm good, how are you? I'm excellent, I'm excellent. Uh, How you been? I've been crazy busy actually, lots and lots of movie watching. I had to binge five bloody Tarantino films for a guest spot over on Jason with binge movies. Well, let's face it, you were due. The rest of of us watched them years ago. (laughs) I know, I know. Of the five though, there were were three that I'd seen, but it it gave me an excuse to finally watch Django Unchained and Inglorious Bastards, which Topher had been spewing at me for not having watched, so. Yeah, the latter especially. Yeah, that, that was just atrocious. So it was it was good to finally finally tick those off. What about you? You been watching anything good? Oh, I'm trying to madly get through TV. I've got our required viewing stuff, and yeah, I had to finish off Wednesday with the kids, and yeah. then my eldest Ayla and I are in the middle of binging through Teen Wolf, and so we threw <laughs> a bit of that, um, which was fun, and, and we started rewatching Legacies again. So great shows. I'm, Man, having, I'm you, having fun, you and, but you and your CW teen horror stuff. You like- <laughs> Teen Wolf is a fucking great show. Is it as good as Vampire Diaries? Ooh. <laughs> it's it's better from a horror perspective. It, it certainly goes a lot darker and more in on the horror stakes. Yeah. But Vampire Diaries is just tugs on the heartstrings a bit, you know. It's it, it's character growth. It's 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 wonderful, wonderful stuff. Yeah. Did you did you see the trailer for the new Wolf TV show uh, from the creator of Teen Wolf? I think it is with um, Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. I haven't seen a trailer. I did read because um, I hadn't. I, I knew nothing about it, and I did read an article. Um, that said that she, yeah, I think she's a, she might even be a producer on it as well. I think she is, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, mildly interested. I'm kind of getting real 90210 Redux vibes <laughs> off it, though. I am pumped as hell. The you teenagers put- are all back as parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, but you put you put Buffy in something and I'm- Oh, yeah. I, 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 I haven't seen her in anything since the- uh, the crazy ones, that really good sitcom that she was yeah, doing. Yes. Robin Williams Robin and Julie yeah. Past. That was a cracker of a show. I forgot about and that um, one, but I, I really liked she was in a show for a while called Ringer, where she played both herself and her identical oh, twin the, sister. Yeah, she, the, yeah, she's the the sister and then her sister's died. She yes. takes her place? Yes, yes. And try and solve them. <laughs> I never watched it. It was good. I liked it. But again, you put Buffy in something I'm gonna watch, so Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Well, from Sarah Michelle Gellar to another strong woman, shall we talk about this week's <laughs> film, mate? <laughs> oh, nice segue. I, I, I wonder if Sarah Michelle Gellar and, and Babs have ever been spoken about in the same <laughs> sentence before. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this one. This is a patron request. Came through from great patron of the show, Paul Leonido, who's been a patron for a while and recommended some great shows. I remembered the Babs movie that he made me watch before. It was What's Up, Doc? Um, oh god yeah um is it with ryan o'neill yes yes it is that was actually a great movie i really enjoyed that one so i was looking forward to this but i i'm not gonna lie to you i knew very little about yentl you said last week that you had seen it but not since you were like a kid yeah i I saw it when it came out so i would have been about 10 um yeah right yeah and i i I had a, a fairly 
you know, strong memory that I'd, I'd enjoyed it. Obviously, I would have seen it with my parents. Um, yeah. And I, I do remember that I enjoyed it, which at the age of 10, I was sort of, you know, wow, okay. It's, it must be decent. But I, I had a recollection that it was did a lot better than it did. I, I, th- I think I said last episode, I, th- I thought she'd picked up a Best Actress for it. I thought it had been up for a whole bunch of awards. Um, the only thing it won for was the, the score, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. M- Michelle Legrand, who's amazing. But she was up for the Razzie for Actress. Really? Amy Irving was up oh, wow. I didn't what, see that. Only the third time in history Amy Irving was up for both Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars and also a Razzie. Yeah, wow. <laughs> for yeah. the same film. It's only happened three times in history. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so funny, actually. Just the other day, I was hearing about the Ergot, people who have not only the Egot, but also a Razzie. <laughs> and I, thi- I think there are two or three of them who-, who have who have the full, you know, five spectrum of awards. Um, it-, it also did do quite well at the Globes, though, might have been what you were thinking of, because it did with Best, she got best director, Comedy right? and she got Best Director, yes. Which, um, no slight on her. I did. I'm not saying it's badly directed, but I am surprised that she won. First woman director to have won yeah. Best Director at the Globes. Yeah. So I knew very little about this film going in. In fact, last week when I said that this is what we were watching and you alluded to, oh, you know, like gender bending being big at the time, I was like, oh, is that what this film is? <laughs> I, I didn't know. I had no idea that she had written or directed it. I had no idea that it was a, a musical. I had no idea that it was a period piece. I, I had a very different idea in my head of what this film was it's it's really her baby this was i think you know entire career this was her passion yeah. project um she worked on um the screenplay for about a decade i think yeah right and wow even then the um <laughs> the writer of the original um short story um isaac machine was it said he didn't like her interpretation or her direction <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You get that on the big jobs. (laughs) Well, let's get straight into it then. So Yentl is a 1983 American romantic musical drama film directed, co-written, co-produced by and starring, as we said, Barbara Streisand, The Babs. It's based on Isaac Bashevis Singer's short story, Yentl the Yeshiva Boy. It stars, as we said, Barbara Streisand, Mandy Patinkin and Amy Irving. And what is it about, Dave? It's about... Whether a 30-year-old man can believe that a 40-year-old woman is an 18-year-old boy. <laughs> it's um, so true. You, uh, I mean, It's so funny. It's- like, you think about some of the big kind of like blockbusters. This has way more suspension of disbelief in it than oh, any you, of people those. People have a go at Paul Stockard Channing in Greece. You've uh, got nothing on 40-year-old Babs playing a young boy. Um, but yeah, so um, Barbara Streisand plays uh, Yentl Mandel, who's a woman living um, in a Ashkenazi Jewish community in yep. Poland around the turn of last century. I think it's 1904. Her father, who she's very, very close to, kind of accepts that she's forward thinking in her views. Yep. Um, she's very much wants to study uh, rabbinical teachings and study the Talmud and obviously something that's forbidden to people of the female persuasion around yep. those times. Um, when her father sadly passes away, she very quickly makes the decision to cut off all her hair and pretend to be a boy and um, get herself into a, a yeshiva, a Jewish uh, religious school, and there she meets Inigo Montoya. Um <laughs> 
and his fiancée. And yeah. yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. So, yeah. All, said- all through a fairly soft Vaseline filter. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I was going to bring that up. So, let's let's start there. Let's start with the direction and, and the look of the film. This is... This is a level of Vaseline on the lens that I've not seen since films from like the 30s and 40s. Like it's it's very brown too. It is, yeah. Everything, and I actually, there's a there's a real sort of browny beigey haze over the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Which you get a bit in the 70s, and I don't know if it's a film stock thing. It could it could well be, um, but. Other films from around the sort of late 70s, early 80s, you sort of got a little bit of this cue to them as well. Uh, Butch and Sutton, yeah. that springs to mind. There's some there's some sections in that which have yeah. that same sort of taupe overlay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, everything's a little bit sepia, and I'm not sure if it's people in the 70s and 80s trying to look like, in this case, 1904, in the case yeah. of Butch and Sundance. I was going to say, you know, yeah. Around the same time. Um, it, it, it could be that. But it, it, it is a very noticeable um, colour palette. It, it, I mean, the whole look of the film is very noticeable and, and memorable. Like, yeah, the Vaseline on the lens, the very kind of washed out, like you said, taupe kind of hues. Um, I, I don't mind the look of the film so much because no, especially I, I once actually, you accept that it's a period piece, I actually think that Babs has done a pretty incredible job I think directing the direction this, given the- is, is fairly solid. Yeah, um, especially given I'm, that she's in virtually every scene of the film. Oh, she is. Yeah, she is this film. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, probably jumping ahead, but you don't often have a musical where the director is also the star and has given themselves every song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else sings in this, and it's a musical. It's all about Babs. This movie. holy crap! I did not even like. I watched this movie only about two, three hours ago. I did not even realize that that nobody else sings a line. And it's not. It's film. not like a movie where there's like two songs. It, it, it is a musical. There's five, yeah, six sure. songs. It starts with you know. It ends with a song. There's. You know, some of her most famous songs from her entire career in there. Yeah. Which, admittedly, I don't know about you, but Deadpool 2 ruined the main song of this for me. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she started with um, Papa Can You Hear Me, all I could see was Deadpool sitting on a sofa going, has anyone not noticed that Papa Can You Hear Me sounds exactly like Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it is shocking. <laughs> well, I I mean, speaking of the songs, I actually quite liked most of them. I do this Fuck, every time. She has stunning oh, voice, doesn't she? She really God, is. Good. I do this every time a musical comes up on this show. I, I go, I don't really like musicals, and then I'm forced to admit <laughs> that just about every one I've watched, I've actually quite enjoyed. But don't th- you this- fall. musicals are fucking wonderful. <laughs> this movie was a really hard sell for me the second it started. I I went into it expecting to like it because I know that you know I actually really like Babs when I watched What's Up Doc it was the first thing I'd seen and I was shocked by how much star power she had oh she's she is truly incredible she was amazing on screen so I went in really expecting to like this then it starts and it's a period piece which is already a hard sell for me because I don't like period pieces and then I realize it's a musical and that's an even harder sell for me and it's about someone wanting to study Talmudic (laughs) scripture yeah, that's not, yeah. That, that's not an ex. That, that's not it's, a. Yeah, whoa! <laughs> that's right, yeah. Like all the and great yet, films. By about an hour in, I found myself quite enjoying myself. I'm not going to 
I'm not. I don't think I would rewatch this film. I don't even think I would re-listen to the soundtrack. But I found myself quite enjoying what I was watching, and I was surprised. I grew up in a real musical theater family, and so I heard "Papa, Can You Hear Me" all the fucking time Papa, as a kid. Can you hear me? <laughs> I had no clue that it was from this or that it was that it was Barbara Streisand. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it, a lot of this. The plot of this film came back to me surprisingly uh, strongly as I was watching it, given how long it's been since I, I saw it. And I'm. It's not like I've. It's in the zeitgeist or anything. It's you know nothing. I probably haven't thought about it since 1983 or yeah. whatever it came out. Um, but specific scenes jumped out. You know, the dinner party scenes with the family and. Yeah. Um, uh um door <laughs> um yeah the names in this were a struggle um yeah scenes were coming back to me as i watched it which i think is what got me through because the first third of this i found a bit of a slog yeah yep um that's totally fair i think well i should say the first sort of 10 minutes i thoroughly enjoyed yep her father is the Best character in this fucking movie. I, I agree. Him. I was. I was going to say that. I was going to say. He died, and I thought, thing. "Well, the movie's downhill for me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. about. Yeah. That's ten minutes in. Um, yeah. One thing, I, and I'm not sure if you felt the same. For a movie that's over two hours, it's 130 something. Yeah, I was surprised. There about two hours, like. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a movie that's a decent length, wow, we get to the fucking cross dressing quickly. Yes. He dies and literally the next scene, she's in front of a mirror cutting her hair. I was like, what? It's probably quicker Where's- than it happens in Mulan. And Mulan <laughs> is only a 90-minute kids movie. <laughs> and, and at least in Mulan, there's some discussion about, well, if I disguise myself as a boy, I'd be able to enter the army order. There's nothing yeah. in this. It, yeah. it literally, you know, you've got the- you're not allowed to, you know, oh, you're, you're not allowed to learn this stuff. It's only for the men. Here, have a picture book. <laughs> yeah. Ladies like picture books. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get the setup like that, but at no point does she even say, if I was a boy, I'd be allowed to study something yeah. to, yeah. you know, go literally walk away from her dad's funeral, pull out the scissors and cut her hair off. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, did we cut something? Is <laughs> At least have her musing to herself in front of the mirror before she gets yes. going, do I dare do this? Do I dare come Have a song. She could sing a song about do I, I dare I was going to say, I'd be happy with a song. Because I was surprised. Not every song in this musical is actually sung out loud. There's at least one song which is sung kind of, I guess, in her head is what I would say. Yeah, give it even if it's like a 40-second kind of thing in front of the mirror, give us some kind of little ditty yeah, there. It's, this, is a, this is the- Biggest decision of her life. Yeah. In in 1904, I mean, you saw how oh, Mandy Patinkin reacted to the fact that she masqueraded as a, as a yeah. male. Yeah, oh, yeah. He in was order disgusted. To, it was, I mean, it, it, this is absolutely transgressive stuff. Yeah. And she decides like that. Yeah. Not even I a think- moment's, you know, oh, do I dare that, you know, yeah. oh, the whole of society will be against me. What if I found out nothing? Yeah. It needed something. I'm actually with you. I I agree that I think the story is definitely dry. Like it is, you know how sometimes you see an adaptation of a short story and you're like, okay, I, this works as a feature length. Yeah. I, 
I feel like, the, you know, it kind of had to be filled in with the songs because the story itself, there's not a lot of meat to it. And yeah, I agree. And I yeah. think it, it kind of, it sits on the fence. It, it, this, the, the, the screenplay doesn't want to commit to being a comedy or to being a full-on drama. And I think yeah. it needed to pick a side because it's not funny enough to re- f- to, to find all the humour in the, in the situation the yeah. way yeah. Victor Victoria or Tootsie would or does. And there is a lot of humour in this. And there's some humorous scenes in it, but not enough. And yeah, yeah, even yeah. the humorous scenes where I think it's deliberately trying to be funny are underpinned by just kind of the innate tragedy of her situation where she's in love with this guy and she's married to his fiance that he's in love. No, there is no nice way out of the situation from the moment she sort of agrees to marry um, Hadass so that Mandy Patinka's character won't leave. Yeah, yeah. You're basically in almost a Shakespearean tragedy from that point on. There's no way out of this where all three of them are going to be happy. No, it's absolutely true, you know, and I- I didn't laugh once in this movie. I didn't find any of it funny. And I do find Barbara Streisand endearing. So when she makes a joke or, you know, something, I want to laugh because I recognize that she's good at it. We, sh- we should have been laughing when yeah. Mandy Patinkin is buck-ass naked trying to get her to go swimming. Yeah. And she's yeah. trying to find excuses not to. Oh, that instead, that scene, that scene felt extremely tragic Oh, to me. so fucking cringy. Yeah. I was so yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. No, I, I agree completely. I like I don't even think you could stretch to call this film a dramedy. Like no. I don't think that there's enough comedy there to even oh, not label at all. it as no. that. Like this is She's in she's in love with a guy deeply and yeah. you know you get the sense this is the love of her life. And yeah. she gives him up because she wants to focus on study and you know, being able to do the stuff that she's not allowed to do as a as a woman. And to add insult to injury, the end, which should be uplifting, where she goes, okay, I'll give you up. You and Hadass can be happy yeah. together. I'm going to pursue my study. I'm going to jump on this boat. And yeah, it doesn't feel the, like a happy end. To the new world. Because you know that in 1904 in fucking America, you get off at Ellis Island. It's not like the Jewish community in New York in 1904 no. and go, female no. rabbi, no problem. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's not going to be much better. Well, and and she's also, also given up the now, love of exactly. her life. She's it's lost him tragic. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I agree completely. I'm going to say something possibly controversial here. Let's talk about the cast for a minute. Um, I've already spoken about how much I, in general, enjoy Barbara Streisand, and I do yep. think she's a fantastic singer. Now, I don't think that this is a Razzie-worthy performance by any stretch. She's not the MVP on But this is, this is not her best work, and she is not- <laughs> no. You're right. She is not the best act- Character, she's not the best actor in this film by any stretch. <laughs> no, Mandy Patinkin is the shining Mandy star of this entire fucking the show movie. As he and, is her, and her father he has ever as you done. Yes. And, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh god, I, I fucking loved him. He was yeah. just the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that this is actually given that this is like her baby, and she maybe it's because it must be hard. We already spoke about how hard it must be directing a film when not only are you in it, but you are in virtually every scene. And you're singing all the time. And you're producing, well. so it's not like you're, you're answering producing. to a boss either. Yeah. I don't know if her brain was just doing too many things, but I, I feel like this is not a great performance from Barbara Streisand. No. And, I mean, at the end of the day, she, 
as a singer, she's a passable actress. And I, I do think she's good in, in other things. Funny Girl's a wonderful picture, but um, I agree with you. This is not her best work. But she's not a share. She's not a singer who is also an Academy Award caliber actress in the right project. I don't think she's yeah. ever been that. To but me, she's I a much that- better singer than Cher, so swings and roundabouts. I think the thing about Barbara Streisand, at least from the things I've seen her in, is that what you enjoy about watching her is her personality. I think you know. It, I would. And simil- you don't have that in this. Well, that's exactly right. And, like, which brings me back to the thing: if we'd had more comedy in this, we would have seen yes. more of her, and I think it I would agree. have worked yeah. better. Because it's akin to, but obviously very different to say Jerry Seinfeld. Everybody knows that Jerry Seinfeld is not an actor at all. In no, fact, he's, he's, a, he's a terrible actor. But, but he's, he's a, still he's a very charismatic guy when he's exactly, being himself. Exactly. So he's very enjoyable to watch still. And I, I feel like that's what this movie and this role in particular is missing is any of that kind of personality that she's able to bring to a role is just not there in this film. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I completely agree. And when you are literally the crux of the thing, yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me, th- what did you think of Amy Irving as as one of the only three people in history to be nominated <laughs> for an Oscar and a Razzie for the same role? <laughs> w- what side of the fence are you on? <laughs> I mean, I like Amy Irving, just like in general. I honestly, she's kind of just there in I know. This. <laughs> Thank you. How is she either in Oscar or Razzie? Yeah, contention? like she, I don't. I There's don't not enough there. She didn't stand out to me as bad or good. She's just. I mean, she's not a huge part of the film. No, and she's and when, not exceptionally she's there, in either direction. Kind yeah, of, and part of that, I guess, is probably the character. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah. Women, nineteen oh four, small Polish Jewish community. They weren't. Yeah. Doing jumping up and down, doing star jumps, but <laughs> there's not enough in this for me to think either she's great yeah. or she's terrible. It's, it's really astonishing to me. Um, Patinkin, I think, should have been up for a supporting actor. I don't know if he was, but he's fantastic, particularly yeah. the latter half when the, the scenes where she reveals herself to him, literally yeah. and figuratively. Um, he is just, he just takes over that scene. He is amazing. Yeah. He he was not up at the uh Oscars. He was up for the Globes but did not win obviously. But yeah, no, not up for the Oscars that year. Yeah. Um so- let's talk about the music and the songs in the film given that this is a musical. Yep. And we have Michel Legrand, one of the all-time greats. <laughs> so you, unlike me, you know, I like I say, I always say that I don't like musicals and then have to admit that I actually did genuinely quite enjoy them. Musicals unlike that, Yes, I was going to say, you you are, you're a musical theatre head. I'm a very um, picky musical head, though, because I fucking <laughs> hate Hamilton. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Hamilton. Jesus, Hamilton fucking slaps. <laughs> so you say that because of your lack of experience with good musicals. Well, see, this you is have a thing. limited so as, perspective, and as I what said, you've seen, I grew, it I grew up with a real. I grew up with a real musical <laughs> theater family, so I like my sister played Annie in Annie when she was ten. I would have been eight. Wow. That was that was kind of the start of musicals for my family, and I was I was dragged to so many of them. Um, good musicals, bad musicals, you know, professional, yep. local theater, all kind of stuff. Where are you on? 
this? Like, is this the kind of soundtrack that you would just jam out to? Nah, fuck no. <laughs> Pop again, you hear me? It's quite good. Um, the, none of the, I mean, none of the songs are a slog as you as I was watching it. They're all very yeah. good, and part which of I have it to is- say is actually quite incredible, given that none of them are uh, upbeat or anything. This isn't no. a musical. This doesn't have like a you know standout fun song. No, all no, of these songs are the quite dirty and slow. Can you hear me? And it's a it's in any other yeah. musical that would be sort of one of the it would be the fillers. one you'd skip. Yeah. Like you think about you know how many times as a kid did you watch um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Skip right the fuck through that you know song that Charlie's mother sings. <laughs> oh, you fuck the, the, when she's making the laundry soup. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, fucking no one. Yeah, we yeah. all hate it. And yet, and yet, in this musical, I find it quite amazing. And this is definitely to Barbara Streisand's testament yes. that every single song is virtually the equivalent of that, and yet they're quite enjoyable while you're watching it there is a reason that she is so revered and it's not her acting it is the fact that she's on another level with this sort of stuff you know as a singer she is incredible and um all of the songs on the in in this film no matter how boring they are i was still engaged throughout just yeah. marveling at the the quality of her voice. Yeah. It's definitely. astonishing. Well, now I mean, I have to ask now, what what's your favorite musical then? Like what what oh, musical the, the do you The greatest musical ever created to- by humankind is Les Miserables. It's Okay, yes. That is a, yes. It's on another That level is a fantastic musical with Where most songs, musicals yeah. have three or four killer tracks. I mean, most good musicals have three or four you, killer yeah, tracks and a bunch of right. other stuff. Lame Lame is, every is every song is fantastic. Every song is killer track. You're so absolutely right. It is and and head and shoulders above yeah. everything else. And um, unlike this, Malay Mizrab has different tempos. Different. Oh yeah, like, you've got you, know, you listen to Cast in a Cloud. Got, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. I've I've seen that probably six seven times between yeah. film and stage and whatever. Um, I absolutely adore it. Um, I could probably. Off the cuff, give you my top ten, but I kind of feel like this is an episode that we should do. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do, uh, yeah. I mean, at very, at I don't very want to shoot, minimum, shoot a, early. At, at bare minimum, a patron bonus or something. But yeah, we and, should and, do that and at we some can point. call it the Paul Brazula Memorial episode because he fucking hates musicals because he's broken on the inside and has no soul. <laughs> Love you. All right. Well, all in all, how are you scoring Yentl? Oh, look, it's. It's a very solid six out of ten. Yeah, I'm exactly it's, the it's same as six good. Out of 10. It's not great. I'll. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but I certainly enjoyed. I, I'm glad I watched it again. Yeah, I and, and, honestly and a reason I, to do that. I kind of feel a little bad about giving it a six because I'm aware of the fact that I'm now coming to it. What. 40 years later this year <laughs> like this is literally a 40 year old film this year and so it is hard for me to recognize that and put that in perspective but yeah for me i agree it's a, it's a six it was super enjoyable i'm glad I, that i finally oh, got around I, to it. I, look i genuinely think that if i was the age i am now in 1980 fucking three or whatever it is i would still give it a six because yeah. there are films from then that i think Don't get a six because they're just better. Chariots of Fire is probably from around about the same era. 
Yeah, I think at that's the time when I saw yeah. that, it was the best thing I'd ever seen. I, I literally yeah. walked out of the cinema with mum and dad thinking, oh my God, that's the best movie I have ever seen. It is incredible. Yeah. And if I watched it three, four years ago, and it's still a fucking nine out of 10. Yeah, right. It's not yeah. the fact that it's, you know, 30, 40 years old. So I yeah. don't think this gets a pass because of its age. Yeah. I think it is what it is. It is a six out of 10. There's a, I mean, I don't think it's justified that there were Razzie's nominations, but. No. <laughs> it, but by the same token, I don't think it should have been winning Best Picture or anything. It's it, it, no. it's yeah. it's solid. And I think yeah. it's impressive that Babs did everything from yeah. producing to directing to acting to singing to <laughs> yeah. fucking writing everything. Yeah. That is impressive, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you very much, Paul, for making us watch this. This was this was fun. Yeah, uh, what are we you. getting to next week, mate? Are we up to- We're getting bloody close to required viewing report card time, mate. Is that next we, week or is that the uh, week after? I reckon we are. I reckon it's report card time. <laughs> have, you, have you finished your binge yet? Have you watched all five series that I recommended? I think I've got one that I still need to get to. Um, the others I've done at least three eps on. We are polar opposites then because I've watched one. So I've got four <laughs> to, to burn through in the next uh, seven odd days. But I, I reckon I can do it. I reckon I can do it. <laughs> they're good. I'm hoping to take some days off Oh, they're off good. Trust me, it's week, worth your so. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear they're all right shows. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that'll be next week. And then the week after we get some Shyamalan going with Knock at the Cabin. I'm keen yeah, as for that. Rip that one in you, asshole. No, I'm expecting really good things. <laughs> I'm the guy who liked old, so. <laughs> Yo, it's just something wrong with you, dude. <laughs> Tell me you right. like glass. Go on. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not singing that low. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedthing.com or wewatchedthing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedthing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedthing. And we're about to record a little cheeky bonus ep for over there now. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Go watch Yentl. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>